0: Welcome into the Camel Call podcast. I'm your host, Evan Budgervich. In this conversation, we sit down with Alicia Allison, a former four-year standout for the Fighting Camels, who's now at Old Dominion pursuing her master's, working as a GA in the sports marketing department. Alicia volunteered, got her start with the Bowie's Creek Astros a couple of summers ago, parlayed that with a basketball career leading her team to the conference title game last year. And now Alicia sits down with us and shares some great stories about her Campbell career. And what's it like going from being a player on the court to setting up the operations and the marketing for games at Old Dominion?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, thanks, Evan, for letting me come and speak, I guess. Something else to do during this time. Um, yeah, it was great. I think it definitely set me up for what I'm doing now. Um, Ricky really prepared me, uh, being able to work with the Astros over the summer, um, getting experience and just dealing with people and, and everything, a bit of uh, marketing aspect. uh getting to see what's done behind the scenes, you know, planning for games, making scripts and stuff like that, the little things that people don't think about, you know, the day-to-day things that we do on the marketing side. And I think all the experience that he gave me put me in a great position to be able to help out um, Old Dominion sports and learn from them as well. So greatly appreciated to him and his staff.
0: We'll we'll touch on the past in just a bit, but I do want to touch on the current stuff now, you know, working as a graduate assistant for Old Dominion and I think you were even telling Ricky, right, the hardest part sometimes is just getting through the national anthem of a game. So <laughs> feel free to explain kind of how that all unfolds and your role helping out with events.
1: Oh, man. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah, at um, Odomain, I do a lot of different things. I work for different sports uh, staff there, uh, Carolyn Crutchfield and Jason Chandler, have put me in an amazing position to be able to do everything. <laughs> so it's it's a great experience. I think I've told Ricky plenty of times the most – nerve-wracking thing is the National Anthem. Uh, people don't understand, you know, you hit the wrong button or at the wrong time, you know, everyone hears it. So I think that's probably the most nerve-wracking part of my job is pressing play for the National for the national Anthem for some sports, you know. Um, had some crazy times where I really thought my heart was going to stop.
0: <laughs> it's interesting because, of course, when you were an athlete, you kind of saw a lot of this all unfold from the encore perspective. But – What have maybe you learned or experienced kind of running it from behind the table now?
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, like as an athlete, you're so focused on the game plan that you put in to win the game or to execute whatever coach has said. Whereas like, I think it's the same thing for marketing. You know, we put in office hours and, uh, to execute timing, making sure that things look good and sound good and, um, everything. We just want to give the best experience to our fans. Um, as a player I didn't even realize that uh I mean I I knew that we had timeouts under the five, but like you don't realize it until you're behind. You're like, Okay, you know, we're about a minute out, thirty seconds out or you know, sometimes it's it's on the fly, you don't know, it might happen under way under five or a little earlier than five. So just adjusting to that and it's it's amazing what uh people do in the marketing and facilities and uh all that. It's it's crazy. You don't even think about it as an
0: athlete. And, of course, Campbell had the pleasure, you know, open up this season to go up to Old Dominion, and you had a chance to, to catch up with a bunch of the girls that you knew and, and whatnot. What was that experience like just being from obviously being their teammates last year to now kind of being a co-worker and, and experiencing it, just watching the game?
1: Oh, wow. Um, it was exciting for me. Uh, I won't say who I was going for, <laughs> but um, it was amazing. I think the hardest thing at first, that was actually my first – I think basketball game as a whole, I think that was the the first one, or maybe women's game I had worked. And it was hard not to cheer for my teammates, obviously, Um, and still staying focused to the game plan that we had for marketing. Um, So it was fun and exciting. I was so happy to see my former teammates and some of my greatest friends. Uh, And, you know, it's hard when you're watching. You, You know exactly what Coach Fisher wanted to happen. And you, you know exactly how he's feeling. So that's some of the experiences I had. It's like, oh, man, that was a great play. Or, you know, I know how hard they worked to get that one. or Just stuff like that. So it was it was amazing. I was so happy to see them and still do my job. So it was cool.
0: I know the running joke around us is how quickly will Ronnie take off his suit jacket. I, I figured that was something you were <laughs> keeping your eye on during that game.
1: Oh, definitely. Uh, that and uh, some of his famous uh, catchphrases. I was definitely laughing because uh, at that time I wasn't working at the table. I was more so, you know. Like the feet on the ground, um, so I could hear some of his <laughs> catchphrases when I'd speak to my boss. So it was, it was pretty cool and uh, some good times for me.
0: <laughs> Alicia, let's let's dive into your Campbell career for a minute. And, and you mentioned the Bowie's Creek Astros who were here for a couple of summers. And I know, gosh, yourself and and Summer Price, and there were other players who got involved. But give me a sense of kind of what you did for the team and how'd you help out, you know, before the game and even as the season went on.
1: Oh, man. So working for the Blue Creek Astros was amazing. Um, I had never worked for baseball before, and I had no idea what to expect. I was nervous. I Honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I think I was a sophomore. I had only seen Ricky one time in my life. <laughs> so <laughs> I was sweating bullets just to introduce myself, to be honest. Um, and then I realized he was probably one of the coolest and greatest guys I've ever met. So um, it was fun. I got to, you know, like – be a part of that fan experience and you know uh sell some merchandise do ticketing it was awesome I think I learned so much from that just seeing the planning that goes into it was a great experience and that second year I did a little bit more and I felt a little bit more confident going into it so it was great and then being able to see them win that championship was awesome I mean I think that was like Maybe 15 innings. I can't remember, but that that feeling was surreal. So it was a great experience, and I'm thankful to the Bulls Astros for allowing me to, and um, Campbell Athletics to work with them as well.
0: I remember being there for the championship game, and you're right. It was an extra inning back and forth game, and just the the two years of effort to to see the whole oh, yeah. staff get to lift the trophy. That had to be pretty neat.
1: Awesome, <laughs>
0: Alicia. Of course, as a player yourself, you had a pretty neat career for a bunch of reasons, but. I kind of want to go back to your final season because that team wasn't particularly a high seed or anything going into the tournament, but they made a great run to the finals. And I first want your thoughts on the dance parties that uh, broke out during the postseason. And then secondly, just how this team was able to figure it all out and and go deep into the postseason.
1: Yeah, um, well, I think one thing about uh, the women's team is we love to have a good time um uh, we're probably the silliest group I think that were on a campus at that time um and I think that's what made us great uh we had this chemistry and this connection that was off the court that allowed us to just connect even more on the court um so that was I think we were picked maybe fifth or something like that I don't really know but we had new players come in um, not as much experience losing some of uh a few of my best friends um Hannah Long and Michaela Rouse and Summer Price so uh we were definitely considered the underdog I think we accept that we accepted that challenge going in and um I think we had that that it doesn't matter we're gonna um try to beat anybody and everybody and we had nothing to lose and I think that's what allowed us to win we just went to every every practice every game every walk through uh just trying to beat everyone (laughs) and knowing that we had knowing that we had a chance, especially with our our staff being as prepared as they were, made us even more prepared. And uh, definitely that set us up for some great dances, some great times. Um, Some of the best uh, memories that I have are after wins and after a crazy practice, just dancing it out or knowing that we're about to go into one of the toughest uh, conditionings ever, you know, just being around the team and just being silly. So I think that's what helped us be so successful and make that run.
0: And I think one of the neat parts of, of this whole story is, of course, your senior day, you guys are playing high point And like many coaches, you got to start that game. But you came out, boom, a couple of shots. You scored five points and, and really took the world by storm in that first quarter.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I, I mean, it was a great opportunity being able to start. I mean, I think uh, for me, that was something I always wanted to do. And being able to have that experience was great. Um, honestly, I just went out there and, tried to do what I always knew I could do and uh Coach Fisher put me in a position um throughout those practices just to be in spots to score or find my teammates and uh if anybody knows me I'm I'm a team player. I don't I don't care how we get the basket, as long as we get it, you know. It doesn't matter to me. Uh so uh, being able to contribute in that way and uh seeing it, just I'm an ex uh excited player so I was just having fun out there and I guess that allowed me to drop a few buckets here and there. <laughs>
0: No, that's that's a fun way of putting it. I do want to talk about one of your greatest assists that won't go down in the stat sheet. So we had the homecoming hoopla the last couple of years, and it's changed in how it's all gone place. But the first year we did it, you had a – I'm not sure how far of a pass it was, but you were basically halfway <laughs> into the seats. And you found Chris, who jumped into 360 and, and dunked the ball. So give me the story of how you guys talked that out and, and how the heck did it even get pulled off?
1: Yeah, so – Honestly, um, I think me and him had practiced maybe one or two times and we actually had practiced, practiced it from a different location on the other basket. So I was actually on the top, um, I'm losing a term for it, but the very top of the bleachers and I was going to throw it down from there on the other goal. And then we got to the hoopla and they're like, no, we're scoring on this goal. And I was like, oh goodness. Uh, well we didn't practice this. <laughs> so, um, honestly I the first one first pass I had was terrible uh second pass I had was a little bit better but it wasn't quite there and then um I knew that if I didn't get this pass he's probably gonna be a little upset with me so uh actually coach Fisher told me I need to throw it up a little further so I threw it up and honestly he just did the rest I mean he's a tremendous player um incredible athlete intelligent player um high IQ all that so all I had to do was throw it up and he everything else so that was that was
0: all him <laughs> that was definitely the moment of the night for for both you guys they of course it made sports center and all that but it was just neat to see Alicia I do want to talk about since you are a, a Boston Celtics fan um, kind of a unique trip we took last year to go to play Boston College and Adam Sergine kind of surprised the team and got tickets to the Celtics game and this is a podcast so you can't really see it but your reaction as you embraced your team after practice was one of the best things I'd ever seen. So take me through the emotion of that and how you were able to respond when you heard that you were going to the Celtics game.
1: Yeah. Um, well, for me, like you said, I, I am a huge Boston Celtics fan. I always have been, always will be, no matter what the score, record, uh, anything, doesn't matter. I love my team. Um, so, Actually I, I was looking in the preseason, I saw the schedule come out came out and I was like, hey, Coach Miller, looks like the Celtics are gonna be playing, you know, at home. We should definitely go to a game and I was just bugging them, bugging them. This was probably maybe September or, or October when the schedule came out. I can't remember the exact schedule, or maybe August and they were like yeah we'll see and then I didn't think we were gonna go but of course I brought my jersey my hoodie my my socks everything I brought them all my hat and uh that that moment when coach Fisher and the staff allowed us to go to the game man that that that's something I'll never forget I'm forever grateful for that was the first time I had ever been to the TD garden it was the one of the best experiences ever for me um so I, I literally, as you probably see, burst into tears because I was so happy. Um, And just to be able to have that moment with my teammates was even better. I think they knew how much that meant to me. So I'm thankful. And uh, we'll never forget that one.
0: <laughs> and to pull back the curtain a little bit, we had to coordinate w- with Kiana and, and Casey about a way to kind of hide it in the itinerary without making it very obvious. It was, oh, we had a team activity coming up tonight. <laughs> after practice but I'm glad you got to experience that
1: (laughs) definitely I think if uh if we didn't I was gonna be in my room watching it either way
0: (laughs) um Alicia it's funny because my first year at Campbell was also your first year when you were freshman and I think our first trip together was at VCU I I didn't go up to the the opening trip we went up to VCU and I think it was you Caroline and me sitting down uh eating lunch and enjoying it. it isn't it crazy to think you know five years later you're in this position and I'm just curious to that point what what does it mean to be a fighting camel and to have these years of experience under your belt
1: man actually it's it's crazy I was just thinking about the other day um I think I it was you Caroline and someone else I can't remember right now but we were sitting in alphabetical order like we did every uh meal (laughs) and it was it was amazing um just being able to meet each other and me and Caroline were newly freshmen just nervous at everything so that was fun but the experience of being a fighting camel um it's something I don't think I would have got anywhere else uh honestly just being honest I didn't have the easiest career and I think that's literally what molded me into the person I am today um I love adversity uh I know that I can face it and get through it uh and just the lessons I've learned through Coach Watkins, Coach Weiss, uh, Coach Fisher, all the staffs that I, I've been able to work with, um, it's a, it's amazing. Like, the teammates that I've had, uh, the academic advisors I've had, the program at Campbell is amazing. Um, the sports management program is phenomenal. Uh, uh, Dr. Parker there was one of the best advisors I ever had. So just being a, a fighting camel, was, it was great for me. I learned so much, and it's put me in a position to be successful and go out in the world and want to help other fighting camels and uh, just be successful. I think it was one of the best experiences I've ever had.
0: I'm glad you brought up both coaching staff because that was unique. Of course, you were recruited by Wanda and Mary and her crew, and then you know Ronnie kind of came in midway through your career. I'm I'm curious, just your thoughts on playing for for both those those staffs, and, and maybe just what you learned working with Wanda, who of course is still here in the uh, for the university, and then you know being with Ronnie and his staff for so many years.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, I was recruited by uh, Coach Watkins. My, I actually, I mean, I came over from Japan after my junior year, um, trying to figure out college, what I was going to do, all that stuff, and. Coach Watkins recruited me, and then once I stepped on campus, I knew this was, that was exactly where I wanted to be. Um, the staff, the campus, that feeling that you just got when I was there, was, uh, it was definitely it. And uh, I'm forever grateful for Coach Watkins and that staff for what they did for me my freshman year, the lessons they taught me there. Um, and I'm grateful for Coach Fisher just accepting all of us as players and um, helping us grow along our careers um it was cool to be able to experience both i mean they're a little different Uh, both great coaches both have a lot of uh, experience and wisdom to give to each player so um it was great i don't know if everyone gets that opportunity to be coached by two phenomenal coaches so i'm forever thankful for them as well um yeah
0: no i'm glad you brought up moving from japan because you know people who may not know your hometown of course is silver spring maryland but your dad was in the military, and he moved around a lot. So, so give us a little sense of what your childhood was like, bouncing around from place to place.
1: Uh, I think it, it had its ups and downs, um, positive and negatives, like anything else in the world. Um, it was cool. I my freshman year, I lived in Tennessee, and I played basketball year there for one year. Then I moved to Japan and played basketball for my sophomore year and junior there, junior year there, and then my senior year. Um, I moved to Silver Spring, Maryland, and played at um, James Hubert Blake High School. And there, I just uh, pursued I knew I wanted to play at the D1 level. I knew I could. Um, and it wasn't always easy or, you know, just like anybody else's crew, uh, recruitment process. But um, it was something I wanted. So I knew I had to do whatever I had to do to um, get to where I wanted to be. So it was fun. Uh, Got to experience a lot of different things. Being able to be overseas, not many people can say that. So that's awesome.
0: No, the the cultural experience of it all is incredible. And you know, I hate to just say, "Oh, hey, look at all these cool trips we uh, we did at Campbell Women's Basketball." But another one that comes to mind is the, uh, the San Juan, Puerto Rico trip. gosh, this is probably three years ago now. But
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: being able to leave the country and go to Old San Juan and and walk around mm-hmm. the town and and try different food what were some of your takeaways from from being a different place and, and experiencing the culture with your teammates
1: oh it's awesome I I believe coach Watkins set that up I think but I think we went my sophomore year with coach Fisher I think I'm that, right about that's that. that's right yep yeah so um it was awesome just being able to try all those foods and um after that i had been in for one year so I'm a little bit closer to my teammates at that point it was cool uh just being away from campus and just truly being with those teammates who are going to endure the next years to come and uh, just getting closer. I think those trips help with chemistry and I know they're not easy to execute or plan or expen- or they're inexpensive either. So grateful for Campbell for allowing us to be able to go on those trips. That was always great and memories that we won't ever forget. Uh, but yeah, I think some of my best friendships came from those trips. <laughs>
0: And we so. got two wins in the coldest gym in the world, so at least you have that. <laughs>
1: yeah, now. wasn't that also the the cat on that trip, or was that? That's Dominican? right. There was
0: a there was a cat in the uh, in the arena. one yeah, yeah I think. It was just gigantic. Probably oh gosh, ten thousand seat stone brick building, and uh, a little cat was rolling through. <laughs>
1: yeah, in the middle of our game.
0: <laughs> but two wins makes it fun, um, Alicia. You know, this brings up a great thought as well. Think speaking of travel. Because this past year, obviously, you've been at Old Dominion, but you got to come back for a weekend and help work the College Cup, which is the Final Four for soccer. And I know you've done it the last couple of years, but give us a sense a little bit of of working in an elite tournament like that and maybe what you learned helping out and organizing things with with Ricky and the crew.
1: Oh, man, that was a great experience for me. Actually, uh, I got to come back that weekend. I think I saw maybe a Campbell game that weekend perhaps. Oh, no, I got to see Haley Barber graduate. Awesome. Awesome. I was super happy about that. And then at that experience, it was cold and completely rainy. <laughs> but it's it's crazy how those athletes trained so hard. They didn't even seem phased by the rain. And it was an, a surreal feeling. I still have video from um, Georgetown scoring and the uh, penalty kicks. I, I have tons of video in that reaction. It's Amazing to be able to be a part of that experience and give that that fan experience to those athletes and the fans that were there, and um, just creating an environment that you want to be a part of. I mean, sports is amazing. As we can see, the um, influence that this virus has had. I mean, some people don't know what to do with their lives now that it's you know been put on hold. But no doubt, that film was amazing. Just being able to work with Ricky and uh, everybody else was was cool. Getting more experience. I love to just pick their brains. Um, see what they see, and just get better, and everything that I'm uh, being a part of. So that was great, and I'm thankful, Ricky, to be able to do that.
0: He's not listening live, but I do love the shout out there, Alicia. He'll he'll definitely <laughs> appreciate it. I gotta
1: I gotta make sure that uh, Ricky knows, and He's 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 helped me out a lot. <laughs> you okay. know, I was probably shaking the first time I met him. Now I'm always messing with him, joking with him.
0: Isn't it funny too? As we talk about the virus, real quick, but the the last game that Campbell played before unfortunately you know sports went to a halt was an old dominion campbell baseball game so it kind of all comes full circle a little bit
1: yeah definitely i actually was all driving my way down here and i was gonna go but i uh i didn't
0: (laughs) yeah you caught wind of the news and unfortunately as you know the women's tournament uh not able to be played and and things of that nature but alicia on a bright note we're we're glad to have you on this podcast and, and we appreciate you sharing your thoughts and wish you all the best is there a a a long-term goal once you get your your next degree from ODU and and maybe working in the sports world what's kind of on the on the the future for you
1: uh yeah I mean I think having this little time off is allowing me to see all the uh options out there and opportunities are put in front of me um right now I'm just focusing on finishing my degree and uh helping ODU sports just become better in their uh, marketing department anything else I can learn from there um in the end result, I'd want to become an athletic director, potentially a D2, D1, maybe D3 school, just being able to give a lot of um, experience and help the athletes as much as possible, whatever level that's at. Um, so yeah, that's right now. Right now I'm just focused on marketing. That's what I love to do. And uh, putting on a good show is always fun. So that's it for now.
0: <laughs> Gosh, I know these next couple of weeks are going to be tough for all of us, but I think us at Campbell are excited to see what you can do and, I know you're excited to keep up with the women's team and all the sports. So we appreciate you coming on the podcast, Alicia. We'll talk soon.
1: No problem. Thanks for having me.